interesting conversation incoming my network. How are you today, guys? I just interviewed one of the most interesting guests I had on the show, Jeremy Gray. Hi, ticket closer. <laughs> I just came. It was amazing interview, guys. I hope you're going to listen to it. It was just amazing. We talked about general stuff. I mean, we're doing interviews, but the conversation is the whole magic of it. You have to listen to the conversation, not just the questions. Every word has a meaning. Every word means thousand things. Actually, it's another quote. Not like that, but <laughs> that's my version. Okay, guys. I'll, I'll leave you up there because I don't want to waste your time. Time is valuable. Keep hustling. Listen to the interviews. Write everything down because that's what I do after every interview. And make sure to connect with the guests, guys. Please. That's the way of you telling me that you love it. Thank you guys for listening to that podcast. We have so much future projects coming in. I can't wait to review it to you. See you soon. Yeah, there we go. Alright, man. Firstly, I want to say thank you for being so supportive, joining my show, and ready to share the valuables with us. It really means a lot for me and for everyone who is going to be watching this. But now, before actually jumping into the real questions, I want to ask you one side question. There was something interesting about yourself. Something interesting about myself. That's a very generalized question. <laughs> I um, Something interesting about me. I've always had a hobby of uh, with music, actually. It seems to uh, be, be something that's, that's always followed me around. So I like to... Uh, I like to DJ. I like to DJ with music. I like to play at parties and shows and such. And... Uh, Always like to ha- make sure that everybody's having a good time at whatever event I do. But that's just something I do for fun. <laughs> it seems a lot for doing it for fun. Wow. Okay. So now my first question is, what is your story? My story. Okay. I'm only going to go back maybe a little over a decade. Uh, I've done a lot of things uh, throughout my life as far as my career, a lot of retail positions and such, but the real change happened with my first corporate job. I was hired as a junior accountant for a firm that was running about 20 different companies off the Vancouver Stock Exchange. And that really enlightened me to the way uh, a corporate entity can work the wrong way. There was a lot of things that happened within that one year that I stayed there that really opened my eyes to how wrong things can be run. But I made a commitment to myself to stay within that position for one year. But uh, when it came to the end of that year, I looked back at that year in review and I said, this is not where I want to be. This is not the direction I want to go. And so I resigned my position and uh, went on to other pursuits. Uh, I was went through another uh, corporation, and this was really my first high-end sales job. What it was, it was a television program that was uh, had a satellite office out of Vancouver, British Columbia, but we broadcast the show over the eastern seaboard uh, to a cable network with an audience of about 108 million viewers. And it was one of the very first television shows that was 
broadcast all over the internet as well. This was pretty much at the dawn of, of YouTube. So we needed a, a, a revenue income. So we needed marketing. We needed some guest speakers. We needed some actual content to put into the show. And so that's where I came in. Uh, I was approached by an old friend of mine who had started this venture and he hired me to go out and find small cap companies that were based on the major stock exchanges and see if they would agree to do interviews. And the training that I got for that was a computer and a phone. That was it. But by sheer determination and tenacity, I started cold calling these companies uh, that were listed on the major stock exchanges and trying to drum up some interest within our uh, our show. And it turned out to be a very lucrative uh, pursuit and also a very good learning experience for myself and how to exactly communicate and uh, deal with companies uh, such as this. And we did quite well. Uh, the minimum package that we were selling at that point was $10,000 for a one-month campaign. And that included uh, a lot of marketing and advertising within our, our show. And uh, the largest deal that I did at that point was a year-long deal. And that was $1.2 million with a, uh, a gold mining operation based out of Colorado, I believe. Uh, that was... Uh, very badly managed as well and i saw sort of saw that that coming and uh i had a difference of opinion with one of the managers there because we had been in operation for about a year we were running essentially a stock uh market uh update show that was aired every saturday and they wanted to change the entire format of the show and in my opinion, it was a little too soon to make any major changes to the format of the show. And I expressed that. And uh, one of the higher-ups disagreed with me, which is fine. But he thought it was grounds to let me go. When that happened, I got a little shell-shocked. I uh, had been married very... Uh, I was newly married. I also had a, a newborn daughter as well at the time when I had been let go. And so I got scared and I thought this is not the right way to support a family. So I sort of gave up on sales and I went to find a stable nine to five job. Uh, and that continued on until just a few months ago. Uh, I'm starting to find that even in this day and age that we live in, having that simple nine to five job is not uh, it's not stable. It's not a yeah. safe place to be. Exactly. And so, yeah. So at the beginning of, uh, sorry, the end of last year, I took a specialized sales course focusing on high ticket sales. It had been something that I had done in the past, uh, as I had explained. So I thought, well, if I'm going to pursue this once again, over a decade later, I'm going to need to update my skills. And so uh, I've been making that transition into high ticket sales for the past few months now. But exactly now, can you dig deeper into the high ticket closing journey? 
where are you now and what are your future goals? I mean, the long-term goals. Right. What do you plan for the future? Well, currently I am working with two different business partners. I work for a business coach based out of Stanford, Connecticut, and he does business coaching and he also finds synergy within other aspects of his clients' lives. And so I'm closing for him. He sends his leads over to me and I have a conversation with them on the phone and see if this is a right fit. And if so, we enroll them in the program. I'm also working with a team of closers actually called the Closers Club. And we service a number of clients uh, with the same sort of needs who have a high ticket offer and uh, require somebody to communicate with their clients, uh, with their prospects, uh, to see if this is, again, a right business fit. And if so, offer them a product that will, uh, that will solve their problems. Okay, so we talked about your story. We mm -hmm. talked about what you're doing now with your HTC club. Mm -hmm. But can you tell us, I mean, you tell you told us some reasons, but why did you choose exactly high ticket closing? I mean, except the reasons you you told us about, mm -hmm. did you have any minor reasons you chose you chose it? That's a very good question. I believe that anybody pursuing any sort of career move whatsoever, it should be in line with what kind of person they are, their personality. In the time that I've been within pursuing different avenues of work and such, there's been one thing with myself that has been uh, congruent with everything that I've, I've pursued. And that is, I want to help people. I want to help people solve their problems. I want to try to push people uh, past their problems to a point where they alleviate whatever they're suffering and they can move forward with their lives. When it comes to HTC, that is primarily what we're doing. We're trying to find people who are suffering problems, whether it's uh, it could be a number of different things. Maybe it's they, they require business coaching. Maybe they require uh, capital to get started with uh, a business venture. Maybe they need specialized training. Whatever the case may be, that is the, the basically my modus operandi for pursuing anything like this. And I find that pursuing a career with an HTC really fulfills that part of myself and it it gives me the ability to help other people by the way i love that man the personality i love it some people have such an amazing personality that they have to go to some kind of you know a special business i mean i'm not saying like special which you're making more money but like special exactly for their character mm -hmm. and i love that it's not simple game that <clears throat> That's the good of the entrepreneurship. It's not a simple game. It has many factors, and I love it. Mm -hmm. So now, what are you, what are you doing to you know educate yourself, expand your knowledge about HTC? Because I know you know life is uh, just learning. You have to learn every day. Mm -hmm. How do you learn things every day? I absolutely agree with you. Uh, 
that uh, life is learning and you have to be constantly moving forward because if you're not moving forward, you're stagnant. Uh, I have quite the list of reading that I'm trying to catch up with, actually. Uh, Anything to do with sales, anything to do with uh, even psychology, public speaking, the like, I do have quite the, the list of books that I'm trying to get into, and I make sure that I'm reading something every single day. Also, uh, within the HTC, uh, we'll say industry, there are uh, Facebook groups as well. And there is always training out there that is available. It's just a question of finding what exactly you want to pursue, what subjects you want to, or what aspect of of high-ticket closing that you want to pursue. But a lot of that has come to me through uh, a number of the other HTC students, a lot of the other uh, leaders as well. And uh, they will discuss many different aspects of the sales uh, sales process. So the information is out there. It's just a question of having the consistency within yourself and the discipline to make sure that you're always moving forward and always absorbing, absorbing these these things. The evolving, man. Mm-hmm. I just read about that. You have to evolve every day because it's a like changing world and love it man but did you have the chance to meet the king of the high ticket closing the so-called dan lock my amazing guy uh, have you had the chance to meet him personally i haven't unfortunately uh, dan lock uh, lives in uh, vancouver british columbia and i actually live about three hours outside of vancouver i have interacted with him a little bit uh, i did take his uh high ticket closer course and he does teach the courses live uh, over the internet so there was some interaction that was within the classes but unfortunately not yet have i had the chance to meet the person uh in the flesh not yet yeah i love that word not yet <laughs> yes operative word being yes that's uh, yet that's right so we talked about the business life but can you tell us more about your personal life are you mentally happy am i mentally happy that's a very good question i had explained before that going into any sort of career path that you have to make sure that it meshes with your own personality. And because I have found, let's, let's be honest about it. I have found joy in what I do because I am interacting with people. I'm very much a people uh, person and I'm able to uh, approach people who have problems and show them a solution to their problems. That is something that is uh, very close and dear to my heart. And because I'm able to do that sort of thing, it does make me mentally happy because I feel like I'm making a difference in people's lives. So, so basically, um, okay, we talked about the mental thing, mm-hmm. but do you do some sports to actually you know keep keep um, health, be be healthy? Because you know, if you have the world but you don't have the health, what does it matter? Oh, do so you actually okay. train something like sports, you know, basketball or gym, anything like that? I do quite a bit of walking. I do quite a bit of walking. And let me tell you, I have I have three daughters. And so chasing around three daughters 
uh, every day is uh, is quite labor intensive as well. <laughs> they do keep me busy. So, and I agree that you do have to have that physical aspect uh, of your life because it does help you not just on a physical level, but also helps you with that mental clarity. Okay, let me ask you one one question that I love asking to every guest. Okay. What would you, would you suggest for me in order to grow as a person? Do you have any personal advice for me? Well, Nicola, I don't know you that well. <laughs> uh, I'm sure uh, under under further conversations, I get a little bit of better idea of who you are. I would strongly suggest that uh, you keep on studying. You know, do you keep on doing well in school, but also don't forget your own personal interests. Make sure that you study different aspects of of. Uh, what you want to pursue and see if this is something that meshes with your own personality and see if this is something that you can not only do very effectively, but find joy uh, in your life as well. Um, and don't forget to have fun. Well, Make man, sure that you, that... you do something that, that, that give, brings you, that brings you joy. That's not work. Make sure that you find some pleasure in life as well. And, Actually, there's one other thing I want to add as well, Nicola, and that is I know that you're a fairly young guy. And really, you're it's going to be difficult to try to figure out what kind of person you really are. You're, you haven't really gotten to that point in your life yet. Myself, I didn't figure out who I really was and what my likes and, and what I didn't like until I was in my mid-20s. So don't feel pressure on yourself that when even when you get a little bit older you're not really too sure what you want to pursue or what you feel you you are or you might not even know who you are at that point but give it time it'll it'll come to you give it time and have fun mm -hmm. that these are two value bombs dropped right here okay <laughs> i'm gonna cut them to the end two for now <clears throat> So do you, what is entrepreneurship for you and high ticket clothing? I mean, I want to dive deeper into your thoughts about it. I mean, some say it's uh, like, you know, fancy cars. Some say it's on spiritual level. What is it for you? It's purpose. purpose. Uh, you cannot go through this life that we've been given floating without any sort of real direction okay you need something to do even if you've been from the older generation and you've had that nine to five job all your life and then you retire you're still going to need something to do you're still going to need purpose in your life either that or you're going to be sitting on your couch watching tv all day and i'm sorry but that's not that's not for me i don't think anybody should pursue that sort of uh sort of end game you know you you, you retired and that's it. You you have no other direction after that. So entrepreneurship, I believe, is not just a career path, but a life path. It is gives uh, gives people direction. It gives people purpose. It gives people not just something to do, but it gives them that deeper meaning of what their life is all about. And I think that uh, entrepreneurship or anything for that matter should be all about consistency. It should be something that you practice and exercise every single day and it gives you purpose and it gives you joy.
Well, I I like that of the consistency because everyone tells me that. But how do, how can we be consistent? I mean, some people just don't get lazy; just get bored. How can they be consistent to post every day with uh, you know with motivation? I mean, motivation is not always you know in us. Sometimes you don't have motivation. But how can we be consistent every day, every second, every minute? Be fully. <clears throat> You know, prepared to give every, uh, the best of us. How can we be consistent? Mm, that's a good, that's a very deep question, Nicola. There has to be a certain level of discipline within yourself. That's true. Uh, there have been mentors that have told me that there's nobody else can motivate you except you. So it's about developing those good habits and those good routines, first of all. But secondly, it's about making sure that you do have these outside, these things that are operating outside of yourself that makes makes you consistent. Uh, perfect example is, um, say you want to do some physical training. So you want to be able to go to the gym every single day. What are you going to do? What outside aspect are you going to create that's going to make you consistent and showing up to that gym every single day? A lot of people use a workout buddy somebody who you make plans with and make sure that you hold yourself accountable saying like, well, I've already made plans with this other person that I was going to go to the gym with them. I don't want to let them down. So I got to make sure that I'm there so I can support them. And in turn, they can support me. So that's why I'm filling my calendar every single day. I might look at all the appointments that I have on a regular basis and say, well, that's a lot. But it's the one thing that keeps me motivated because at the end of the day, after I've done those things, it gives me a sense of fulfillment that I've actually done something. I've accomplished something for the day and that I've uh, I, I've found some enjoyment in helping people out. And once you've reached that point, the accountability, that consistency gets a lot easier to do. Okay. Valuable number three drop right here consistency <laughs> tips, <laughs> which will be for everyone who is going to be listening to this. Okay, now as you are more and more into business, do you see the value of connections? Absolutely, absolutely, uh, 100%. I one of the platforms, social media platforms that I have really been focusing on has been LinkedIn. And I think anybody who considers themselves, who wants to pursue any sort of career within the entrepreneurship, you may have to make sure that you have a very robust presence on LinkedIn for that networking alone. It's not enough just to have the classic Rolodex on your, on your desk of contacts you might have to have locally. Business happens worldwide now, and you have to make sure that you are connected to the world in that respect. So, man, I, yeah, yeah, I love LinkedIn. You're so right about it. Uh -huh. Wow. I really love it because, you know, when you actually get to know the real magic of LinkedIn, you see how it can benefit not just your business, but you. You can make so much great connections. I mean, uh -huh. personally, when I was just lazy with LinkedIn, uh, I used before with a friend of mine. We were making a graphic design business which failed so miserably. Mm. We laughed. We had like uh, 300 connections. 
when I actually decided to use LinkedIn, which recommended by my mentor, mm -hmm. I made over 1,000 connections with real business, not just some fake gurus. I mean, that's the power. And it got me so much guests on the show. This is like Facebook on steroids. <laughs> Very much so. And it's not even just about trying to draw attention towards yourself. There are some people that I've met on LinkedIn and they will say something like, hey, you know, I need a hand with graphic design. I'm having this issue. I'm reaching out to my network to see if anybody can help me with this. If I see something like that, I will say, oh, you know what? I do know somebody off the top of my head that I that, that might be able to help you. And I make that that connection between those two people. Right. This is the way business should operate. Just trying to help each other. It's not always about some sort of monetary gain. We're all in this together. We should all be able to be willing to help each other out. Exactly. Teamwork. Love it. The teamwork. And so many people just, you know, pass it by. Because everyone wants to be a lone wolf right now. Everyone wants to have zero employees. You know, have all the profit. But it's not like that. You can't have all the profit because you can't just put your full effort onto everything which needs a team. You need a team. And that's what my network should know and should actually write down. We all need a team. I'm actually in the process of building my own team, but that's for the future. Anyways, now le let me ask you about what do you think about podcasting? Now, that's a curious question, but I would love to know what do you think of podcasting? What I think of podcasting, I think it is a great medium. I think it is probably the next step from, it's basically, it's it's the next step up from radio, really. I mean, radio has, has had so much clout for the longest time, but radio really needed to go global. And it is an excellent medium, not just for for music and news and information like that, but it's also a very good platform for uh, for training, for information, for understanding uh, more about what's going on within our industries. You know, what should we pursue? I think it's I think it's a fantastic medium. I think podcasts are going to be around for a very long time. Do you plan on starting your own podcast? <laughs> I no, I, I don't think so. Uh, my focus currently right now is on high ticket closing. I mean, I don't mind, you know, I, I absolutely. I have had a few different people who've wanted to uh, do an interview, much like we're doing right now on a podcast. But uh, quite frankly, between uh, my family life and my entrepreneurship, I don't have the time to put together my own weekly podcast, which would be what I'd be pursuing as a weekly podcast if I had the time. Who knows? You may make a podcast, a podcast about high ticket closing. No one ever has done it before. It could become a sensation. Yeah. Actually, there is a podcast about high ticket closing. Uh, Dan Locke does a, a daily podcast, usually between anywhere between five minutes to a half an hour, depending on the day, and uh, that can be found on all the major uh, platforms. How, how what is your opinion actually on that time management how can we be better at time management do you have any tips or you are trying to be better at it as well uh it, it's something that uh, i'm quite rigid with myself uh, especially when you're dealing on 
with the entire world in different time zones, you have to make sure that you're very much on point and very organized with your schedules. My, my preferred format is I just use uh, the calendar on my phone, actually. I, my phone almost never leaves my side and it's right there and it's just being disciplined enough to make sure that I use it for everything, not just my business life, but my personal life keeps everything in check and make sure that uh, life moves smoothly. All right, man, that was amazing 30 minutes, small talk and amazing conversation. One or two more questions. We're going to wrap up that interview. Okay. okay, my first one is, how can my listeners contact you? The best way to contact me is through my LinkedIn. I am right. very much connected with that. By all means, send a connection request. I, I accept pretty much every request that comes through. And uh, I do send out a personalized message as well. Feel free to interact with me. I'd love to have a conversation with anybody out there. And now... Before they actually contact you, what would you suggest for them? What would you suggest for my network? Any general advice? Any general advice for for your own LinkedIn profile? No, for my network, actually. What should the people that are listening to that do? Do you have any, like, be persistent, never give up? Such advice. Oh, just like a general, general advice. Yep. Exactly. General. General advice. My best piece of advice for anybody who is pursuing anything within business is to stay consistent. Even if that means you have to pull your productivity back a few notches, the fact that you're moving forward every single day, even if, like I said, a little bit of a diminished effort, that is what is going to spell your own success. All right, man. Thank you for that interview. I love to talk with you about everything from high ticket clothing to DJ things and such. <laughs> Loved every minute of it. And I guess here we're going to say goodbye to each other. But right. I hope we're going to next it because you're a mastermind. And I would love to have you on my network. Oh, so, by all means. See you soon, man. Keep right. hustling and I'll see you at the top. You as well. Pleasure speaking with you, Nicola. Pleasure was all mine.